1: Bonus bets expire in 30 days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park.
0: Breaking up is hard to do, but when it comes to your wireless carrier, you should have left a while ago. You're over the big three carriers. You deserve better. Xfinity Mobile. Now you can get unlimited with 5G included for just $30 a month on the nation's fastest, most reliable network. So break free from the big three and save with Xfinity Mobile. Take the savings challenge at XfinityMobile.com slash savings to see how much you can save when you get Xfinity Mobile and Internet together. Reduced speeds at 20 gigabytes per line. Most reliable based on root metrics U.S. report. Results vary, not an endorsement.
2: Winning comes in all shapes and sizes. Every day there's an opportunity for a win, just like scratches from the Virginia Lottery. Every day grab-and-go. Every day giftable. Every day fun. It's where anticipation meets instant gratification. And they're satisfying to scratch, no matter the outcome. Like the new Virginia Lottery Scratcher Colossal Cash. It's loaded with $100 to $500 prizes. Now, that's an everyday win. Drive to the nearest Virginia Lottery retail location and pick up a Scratcher today. Odds of winning any prize, 1 in (laughs) 3.21.
1: Right, it's another film study, another by the numbers. Dan, Ken, how you guys doing? Life's good, Josh. Doing great. Glad to be here. All right, this is a uh, mini show, quick show. So let's jump right into the numbers.
3: All right, first number: thirty point seven seven percent. That's the completion percentage for Lamar Jackson in Week Five on passes over ten air yards. He was four for thirteen. Uh, so not a great showing for him last week. For comparison, Joe Burrow was 6 for 11, uh, 54%. So this was an area of focus for Jackson in the offseason and uh, unfortunately wasn't a great showing last week and something he really needs to improve on going forward for the offense to have success. Yeah, Burrow had been
4: terrific entering this game and 6 for 11 is actually a bad game for him in the, on those mid-range throws. So Uh, Yeah, Jackson really needs to improve to catch up to the rest of the league on some of the longer throws, no doubt about it. I'm going to stick with another Jackson stat, 10 and 5. 10 completed air yards for Jackson. Was second in the league in Week 4, but he dropped a 5.0 completed air yards. That's his average completion from the line of scrimmage uh, versus Cincinnati, which was the second worst in the entire league in Week 5. So... Uh, most of this was Jackson having a lousy day. We all know that. He missed some long throws. He was inaccurate generally, threw some interceptable balls. Um, but his average intended air yards were still very much middle of the pack at 8.9. So really a lot of it is based on just inaccuracy on those longer throws.
3: Yep. Middle of the long throws just wasn't right there for him. Uh, so these next ones, next stat, 2.77. It's the highest average separation for the Ravens receivers in week five. So it wasn't just Jackson that, that struggled. Some of it falls to his receivers. Uh, the NFL average for uh, for comparison is 2.84. So the highest on the Ravens was below the NFL average. The highest was Hollywood Brown. Um, so Holly, Hollywood had 2.77, Boykin 2.7, Snead 1.9, Andrews 1.8 and Boyle 1.6 so they were all below well below the average most of them have been doing better overall for 2020 except for andrews whose 2020 average of 2.1 compares to his 3.0 in 2019 so the ravens really need to improve from uh, their performance their wide receivers need to improve to help out jackson
4: yeah that's a that's an enormous separation problem separation anxiety but um, (laughs) It's, that number is capped on the bottom end at zero. So you can't have negative separation. Right. So when you lose, when you go like Andrews did from 3.0 to 2.1, you've lost 30% of the separation you had. It's, and uh, that's really bad. Who knows if 3.0 was enough last year for a player like him. His catch rate certainly didn't indicate it was. So uh, you know, obviously that needs to improve. Yeah. All right, I'm going to go to next number is five. That's the number of different Ravens defensive backs with a sack in a game. A historic total. The previous record, and this is per pro football reference, was four in a playoff game between Green Bay and Philadelphia in 2004. Green Bay had five, sorry, four different defensive backs have a sack in that game. They lost that game in overtime, by the way, 20-17 to, to Philadelphia, who would have gone to lose the Super Bowl. The record in a regular season game was three. So this record went from three defensive backs in a game having a sack for one team to five in one day. That is just remarkable. That does not happen with virtually any record that you break. That would be like somebody rushing for 400 yards to break the current record of 296 in a game.
3: Yeah, it's just pretty crazy. Um, and. It was so fun. I don't know if you saw the video of the, that the Ravens put out today of Marlon getting his. I think he was the fifth one, mm-hmm. and uh, he was so excited about it. And then Wink came up to him afterwards and was like, "I called that one for you. Did you see that, man?" And it was just, it was the energy between those two after that fifth sack was just awesome to see. So definitely Pretty check obvious. it out. <laughs> he wanted to spread that love. Yeah. Yeah. So that was a great one. All right, uh, forty-eight point nine percent. Uh, that's the target share through week five for Hollywood and Mark Andrews. Uh, so there's been a lot of talk, uh, especially uh, coming out after uh, Jesse Bates, the safety from Cincinnati, quoted, you know, saying we knew they were going to those two, uh, you know, and, and looked into that a little bit more after some discussion with some folks on Twitter, including Cole Jackson. So 48.9% between the two of them. That's the fifth highest uh T- uh, target share for the top two receivers uh for any qbs so the average is 41.4 percent uh the only the only four qbs with a higher target share for their top two receivers were cousins herbert newton and bridgewater so uh so not completely outside of the range of all the other nfls but on the top uh top tier for sure so
4: yeah and if you look at those teams you know they've got Minnesota with Adam Thielen and, and uh, uh, Michael Thomas uh, in, in uh, New Orleans. They've got individual receivers that are, that are totally outside of the range. The Ravens, I wouldn't say their guys are really at that level. Maybe Mark Andrews is, and maybe the rest of the league would throw to him all the time if they had him. But, uh, boy, it seems like too much. And, and you really look at even a pedestrian team like the, like the Bengals, which throws the ball a lot, but that ball is much more spread out. For them, I looked at the targets on the Know Your Foe episode, and it's nowhere near 40% for the top two. They had a lot of targets for, for one going to A.J. Green um, in that thing, who I don't think is going to get too many more this year. <laughs> All right, next number, 9 and minus 28. Um, the first number is the number of deceptive pass rushes. And I've talked about this a little bit before, but always requires a little bit of explanation. That's, those are two or more elements of the following. Two-plus men dropping from the line of scrimmage, so simulated pressure shown individual blitzes from off the line of scrimmage, each one counts one point, and stunts, each one counts one point also. But for all the pass rushes...
2: Nobody builds 5G like Verizon builds 5G, because we're the engineers who built the most reliable network in America. And the more you do with 5G, the more building it right matters. The more your network matters, the more Verizon engineers going the extra mile matters. It's us pushing us. It's Verizon versus Verizon. 5G built right from America's most reliable network. Most reliable based on rankings from RootMetric's second half 2020 U.S. report of three mobile networks. Results may vary. Award is not an endorsement. Winning comes in all shapes and sizes. Every day there's an opportunity for a win, just like scratchers from the Virginia Lottery. Every day grab-and-go. Every day giftable. Every day fun. It's where anticipation meets instant gratification. And they're satisfying to scratch no matter the outcome. Like the new Virginia Lottery scratcher, Colossal Cash. It's loaded with 100 to $500 prizes. Now, that's an everyday win. Drive to the nearest Virginia Lottery retail location and pick up a scratcher today. Odds of winning any prize, 1 in 3.21.
4: That They had two of those, two points in total. There were nine. And on those, the Ravens had five sacks and minus 28 total yards allowed on those nine plays. So a remarkably effective use of deceptive pressure. Everything they did really got to Burrow and impacted him in the way they wanted it to. And what I'm impressed about this is what a team-specific game plan they had for Burrow to move him off the spot. A week after, they'd really dialed back the pass rush against Dwayne Haskins and let him sit back there in a cage and create his own problems and just dump off the ball at at short range and uh, not have it be particularly effective.
3: Yeah, totally opposite side of the coin for uh, for Wink, and that's pretty impressive week after week. Uh, I loved all the screenshots you see of all the offensive linemen just standing around, not blocking anyone, and just has <laughs> all the defense behind them. So those are funny to see afterwards. So, all right. Um, next stat: twenty point seven percent. This is a stat looking forward to to this weekend. Uh, twenty point seven percent is Philadelphia's pass defense uh devoa um so that's their their defense value over um over adjusted um positive ranked, number is bad yeah positive number for defense is bad so uh, anything above zero is bad so that's ranked 29th in the nfl uh so so going against a, a real um a real pass defense that's struggling uh, pretty badly so far, so real good chance to hopefully right the ship uh, for the ravens pass offense. okay, well, certainly hope so. and that's
4: you know the Ravens are still a solidly average pass team and a solidly up, above average offense. I think we kind of lost that in the four and one here, but I hope right. going against a bad defense is going to give them a chance to really get back to where they need to be. All right, 21 and 1.8. We're back on the defensive side with the number of dime snaps, 21 they played, and 1.8 is the average yards per play allowed by the dime defense. The significance of that, the, the, the dime package is the closer for your defense. They have to come in in the highest leverage situations, and they have to get you off the field. That's why teams really create these specialized sub-packages, why they developed and they have them. You have situational pass rushers. You have a dime back often that comes in as, that has real value in terms of his short zone coverage. Uh, but anyway, that, that, that defense has to succeed. That package has to succeed more than any other, really, for your defense to get off the field. And they did that in this game. They had 12 drive-ending plays on third down and just two conversions allowed. And what I think is special about this is the addition of Marcus Gilchrist, who's a 10-year vet from the practice squad call-up. He's still there on the practice squad, by the way, because they get one more free call-up on him under the current rules. Really solidified the package and allowed Jimmy Smith to move back to corner. So, great move for the Ravens, and and uh, Gilchrist really seems to be a guy who can uh, add some important depth for them.
3: Yeah, it was uh, interesting to see how the roles changed last weekend, and uh, see how they uh, possibly change again this weekend with a, a very different wide receiver tight end uh, balance coming up for Philadelphia. So, um, All right, my last stat, is two stats 1.6 and 1.78 1.6 is the eagles offensive points per drive that ranks 30th in the league and 1.78 is baltimore's defensive points per drive which ranks seventh so a struggling offense on points per drive against a really strong defense on points per drive hopefully that will result in uh some some real low scoring by the eagles this week in fact baltimore only allows us a score on less than 26% of their drives. So that's pretty crazy. That's the best in the NFL. It's
4: great to see that side of the ball uh, flourishing again. Last year, the Ravens, of course, had a historic points per drive on offense. Uh, an important thing to note if you're looking at those two numbers, 178 and 160, right? Those are the two? Yep. So we would not assume that Philadelphia would score 1.69 points per drive given those two numbers. Philadelphia scores way less than the average league average points per drive. Baltimore allows way less than the league average points per drive. We should expect something significantly lower than 1.6 points per drive from Philadelphia this weekend. Right. They should both drive it down. Yep. All right. My last number, 5,061. That is the number of days since an NFL head coach last broke the rules and broke a shutout with a field goal in the final minute. All right. There's an interesting backstory to this because – it's fascinating. It happened with an identical 27-0 score on December 3rd, 2006, when the Buccaneers, led by John Gruden, kicked a field goal with 20, to, to lose 27-3 to to the Steelers. And it happened the week after a very well-known game in Baltimore on 11-26-06, where the Ravens led 27-0. The Steelers possessed the ball 4th and 17 at the Baltimore 30 with 1.18 to go. And Mike Tomlin left Ben Roethlisberger on the field to go for it on fourth down. He threw an interception at Bart Scott, and that sealed the deal. But just the delicious irony of, of the rule-breaking there uh, I think is pretty funny. The Ravens, I, in my opinion, they didn't deserve that shutout because you know they certainly had opportunities to give away points offensively in this game with all the dropped interceptions. But I still think that it's, it's fairly interesting just how long it's been since a team has broken the rules in this manner.
3: Yeah, definitely pretty frustrating to watch. <laughs> Couldn't believe it, but uh, like you said, not sure they entirely deserved it though. It was a great defensive performance to watch. So,
4: all right, Dan, a- another great episode. I love the storytelling that goes along with this. And you're doing a great job with this. Look forward to doing it again with you next week. Talk to you then on film study. <laughs>
2: Winning comes in all shapes and sizes. Every day there's an opportunity for a win, just like scratchers from the Virginia Lottery. Every day grab-and-go. Every day giftable. Every day fun. It's where anticipation meets instant gratification. And they're satisfying to scratch no matter the outcome. Like the new Virginia Lottery Scratcher Colossal Cash. It's loaded with $100 to $500 prizes. Now, that's an everyday win. Drive to the nearest Virginia Lottery retail location and pick up a scratcher today. Odds of winning any prize, 1 in 3.21. Some cars are comfy on the inside, but don't have power on the outside. And some cars have the horsepower, but none of the comfort. I used to think there weren't any cars that were the total package. But that all changed when I got my Honda SUV. It's rugged and sophisticated. And right now, Honda has deals on the entire Honda SUV lineup. CRV, HRV, pilot, passport, you name it. So if you're looking for a car that's the total package, the only place you'll find it is at your local Honda dealer. Hurry before they're all gone.